All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. In the bullpen today, we have Mr. Eric Brakey, a former state senator out of Maine, senior spokesperson for Young Americans for Liberty. Senator, thank you for being on the program. How are you? I'm doing well, Dr. Ritchie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to having this dialogue with you. Same here. I don't want to presume what you know or believe about mask mandates in the United States of America. So if you would, give us your sentiment and I will opine. Well, first, let me say, you know, when when masks were talked about early in the pandemic, and we were looking for, you know, the thing that would let us get out of our homes and live our lives again, I was very open uh, to the idea when it was a voluntary, short-term, uh, you know, compromise. Uh, but I think as we've gone on through this over the last two years, we've we've got a lot of data now. We can look back and we can see that the 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 positive effects of vaccine mandates are. Mask. Are mar- I'm sorry, so the positive effects of, of the mask mandates are, are, are marginal at best. It's very disputable. The negative consequences, I don't think we really talked about going into this, but there have been some severe, severe negative consequences. I'm sure we'll talk about more. But even more than that, the process in which they were imposed on so much of the American public was not our typical democratic process through which we in this country are supposed to make policy. This wasn't voted on by our elected officials. This wasn't voted on by the people. There were no public hearings. There was no opportunity for public input. These were decisions made in what felt like an emergency situation by governors. And there has been no public input along the way. And rather than, yes, go on. So let me respond to that. Number one, you're incorrect about the public input. As a matter of fact, a recent poll, CBS News, YouGov did a poll. Still roughly 6% of Americans are for states having mask mandates. A larger majority of Americans are for businesses being able to enforce their own mask mandates per establishment. And the rule, the statute and law that allows for states to do a mask mandate is codified in the emergency laws of the Constitution. It allows for a public health crisis to be treated a little differently. I understand if we were talking about a personal health issue, that's different. But we're talking about a public health crisis. A public health crisis has a different allowable response by way of the United States government. This has been routine. We've seen this happen over the course of human history in America. But all of a sudden, it's problematic. Now, we'll ask you this very simple question. Do you think a mask mandate is an intrusion on a constitutional right. So first, let me get back to that one thing on on public polling. Public polling may say one thing, but that's not the same thing as having a public process with legislative hearings and hearing out the pros and cons of a policy before we put that into place. We never really had that that policy. We never really had that process through the systems of our government, and as far. As when you talk about you know emergencies and doing things by emergency, I suppose I can understand that if we're talking about like a two-week situation mm-hmm. where there's no time, but we're two years into this. It, you know, I guess I'm I'm open to the idea of in an emergency a governor putting in terms in place a short-term policy like this, okay. but not a two-year policy. We've had plenty of times to return to our normal democratic well, process. Let's be very clear about what's happening right now. The vast majority of states do not have. Uh, and did not have, never had a statewide mask mandate. 
Some jurisdictions, local cities, counties, etc., had their version of it. But now at this point in the game, Senator, you would agree, the conversation really is about private businesses and schools having mm-hmm. mask mandates. So let's start with private businesses first. Do you believe that private businesses have the right to enforce mask mandates per policy of their facility? Yes. I look, I ultimately I believe in private property rights and whether or not I, I agree with the science behind the uh, particular policy. If a business owner decides that they want to have a policy in place that you got to wear a mask to go inside their business, I'll either take my business out elsewhere mm-hmm. or I'll comply with that. I think so that's their right as the property owner. I, and I agree with you 100%. Thank you for saying that. I think your argument has intellectual integrity. Now, what do you say to conservatives who are trying to champion bills that would make it against the law? For that establishment to do something that you have said on my show is lawful to do. Right. So I think that a lot of conservatives are kind of in a place where they see they're questioning whether how how much of many of these decisions by private businesses are truly the decisions of private businesses, <laughs> or a decision that's being kind of arm twisted and 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 coming from a place of coercion. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying I think that's that's the that's the standpoint that some folks are coming. So from they there. want to create. You got to think about how illogical this is. You mean to tell me that conservatives who routinely will say what you just said, private businesses can enforce private policies. You mean to tell me that all of a sudden conservatives are willing to abandon that principle for the sake of the mask debate and take away the independent authority, the legal authority of a business to enforce this very simple rule for their establishment. You're saying now that mm-hmm. it's allowable or it's or it makes sense that Republicans want to create laws that would take away a business owner's right and ability to enforce facility rules. Well, I would say, you know, that's not my position, and so I don't okay. want to be in the position of defending someone else's position. But why is the position of so many Republicans, brother? That Senator, that's the question because that is a policy issue. Because literally, you have legislation that has been presented this year. Legislation was presented last year, and some even made it out of committee and out of chamber that said we want to take this right away from private business owners. You all should be speaking up, saying no, 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 no. You cannot take the simple right to regulate. Uh, as it relates to business owners, because what is a stop, brother? If if you can't say, listen, you got to have a mask to come into my establishment, then who's to say you can tell somebody uh, you got to have a shirt to come into my store, or you got to have on shoes? Like, what does it stop? Or you got to have on clothes? Where does it stop if a private business owner cannot have common sense regulation and restriction as it relates to who enters uh, the facility? Yeah, certainly. I, I agree with you. You know, we can't abandon our principles on either sides of the aisle based on Senator. based based on based on the individual policy. Right, but and Senator, maybe that's happening that's in happened. some places. I think far, a far more clear cut though is when we're talking about government facilities. We're talking about you mentioned government schools, okay. right? Um, so in in our government schools, you have kind of these mask policies being mm-hmm. mandated on school children. Yep. You have the fact that when you when when you look at the effectiveness of, of of these mask mandates over the last two years, let's say you look state to state in terms of what have COVID rates been, what have hospitalization rates been, what are COVID death rates, and you compare states with mask mandates or lockdown. Or I guess we're focusing specifically on the mask mandates, but you can't really see a difference in the in the graphs in the trends. That's untrue. State. That's untrue. The national the national institute. The national. Well, go ahead and cite it. Site where where you get your information from? Where? 
Yeah, it's um, it's I'm trying to remember the name of the place, but it's like COVID graphs, uh, COVID graphs. They they forgot. Um, I'd be happy to. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, I don't send have that it right to me. Yeah, me. I never heard of those fellows, uh, but yep. I do know of the National Institutes of Health, who did a massive study, not only in America but other countries as well, as it relates to the public policy dynamic of uh, children and mask. Okay, here's the reality of that data: mask, when enforced, decreases. The spread of COVID is real simple. Let me read some of the data to you, all right? Um, You already know, I'm sure, the data about how we've had a significant decrease in flu and other viruses because of masks. That should be enough, but for some reason it's not. But that should be enough proof that masks work because you've had historically low numbers as it relates to every virus that can be airborne in America. They tested four types of masks. The N95 respirator mask, which is your creme de la creme. They tested the three ply disposable surgical mask, the two ply cotton polyester mask, and the regular cotton mask. What they found is that every mask decreased the spread of COVID by over 60%. The most effective was at 88%. They also found that it significantly decreased in similar numbers. You contracting COVID-19, this is simple, this is not complex. I don't see what the debate is as it relates to this. And let's go to school systems. Do you believe school systems or a school board has the right to mandate a mask policy with children in the classroom? Or do you think that's an overreach of their authority? Look, I think that at the end of the day, the best system we could have is where parents can choose the system that complies with you know what they think is best for their kid. Ultimately, I think that decisions should best be made locally by the local school boards and not be pushed one way or the other by state officials or federal officials. I think that we get the best decisions when the decisions are made by the people who are most closely involved in those decisions. But you have many places in the country, I was just talking recently with the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Their local school board systems have voted they don't wanna do mask mandates, but it's federal courts that have come in and said that they have to. Despite the fact you can look at this, I mean, we can we can debate about what the relative merits are of the mask mandates. I think that it's overstated, your case there. But let's put that aside for now. Let's talk about the negative impacts in our schools on on learning. Let's talk about you have kids who are you have many kids with special needs. You have deaf kids who now cannot participate as as they were able to before because they can't engage in lip reading. You have kids who wear glasses who are, whose educational experience is being diminished because their their glasses are always fogging up. They can't see what's going on in the classroom. They're constantly having to fidget with that. You have very young kids who many studies have come out now showing that there are potential negative ramifications for okay. social for social emotional development when you can't All see right. people's faces when you're when you're a young child. There are many negative consequences. Oh, okay, you haven't been a teacher? No, I senator? have not. Okay, uh, students learn sign language in school. They don't read lips, they're not taught to read lips. They actually learn sign language and curriculum is based on that system. All right, number one. Number two, um, let's go back to your proclamation about school boards. I actually agree with you, I think the decision should be local based on the observation of science for that local area. However, you have governors, DeSantis and others 
who seek to take away the ability of those local school boards to make local decisions. He's a Republican, but he's not the only one doing that. I agree, it should be done at the local level. Number three, if you don't believe and you're not part of that movement, but you're connected by extension. But for those who do not believe school boards have the right to enforce a mask policy. Why do school boards have the right to enforce vaccine policies? Why do school boards have the right to enforce a dress code? Because these are all allowable under the principle of the authority of that school board. There's already a vaccine regimen, anyone who's gone through K through 12 education. 100% of all public education in the United States requires you have a certain regimen regimen of vaccines. Well, that's mandated by the school board. So you're telling me that school boards can mandate the intrusive reality of a vaccine into your body, but they're unable for the sake of public health to mandate you wear a mask while they observe the science. Does that add up to you, Senator? Well, there's a couple of things at play here, right? When there's state dollars involved, when there's federal dollars involved, all of these different levels of government want to have a say in the policies that those dollars they're they're responsible for being stewards of. Uh, everyone wants to have a say. Uh, and so that does kind of get complicated when you're talking about all these different levels of funding and what the policy should but be. So why are Republicans trying to take away this very basic right of a school board to enact common sense public health policy? I mean, you gotta think about it, brother. You literally have Republican governors passing laws to eliminate the ability of the local school board to implement a public health policy when they have always had the ability to do so. That's contrary to even your belief, stated belief on my show. Right, you, you, could, you could ask the same question in reverse. Why are there many places where local school boards are voting no and they're being overridden by higher authorities in government along the way? It's, it's ultimately both sides. We, we, now, we, let me ask you this, we risk where, where is the principles. federal government, where is the federal government overriding a local school board by legislation, where has that happened? You can look at Knox County, Tennessee, as I just mentioned. I, I had a recent interview on my show, Free America Now, with the okay. mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, Glenn Jacobs. Okay. Uh, who, who is talking about how federal courts have come in and overruled uh, their local decisions to not have mask mandates by saying that they have to. So th- th- there's so an example. So this was not done by statute. This was done by judicial ruling, not by statute. My question is, what statute exists from the federal government that overrides local control? None, but there are statutes that exist from state governments only ran by by Republicans who have decided to take away local control of school boards. My point to you is this, Senator, I know you're a conservative. But what you're saying on my show does not add up with what conservatives are doing in your party. If you say the control should be local and you're willing to cite a judicial ruling, that's fair. What's not fair is when you give a pass to the Republicans that literally created a law and that law is antithetical to your own values. Why don't you call them out too? Well, yeah, I mean, here's the thing at the end of the day, right? Again, we're talking about state taxpayer dollars. And so the states are always gonna have some kind of say in what's going on in education. We kind of we can debate kind of where those <laughs> education lines are. is also federally subsidized 
It has significant money from the federal government, which Certainly. allows, by the way, the jurisdiction of federal courts because of that interplay with federal money. It resolves a federal issue. You cannot go to federal court without one or two things happening. Either it answers a federal or constitutional question or it resolves a federal matter, all right? So I can use that same argument for why federal courts are allowed to get involved as you use for why states are allowed to get involved. The bottom line is the principle of local boards should be a principle regardless of which particular side or entity disagrees. Do you believe as a principle that local boards should be able to make the decision that here's the observable data, we are going to implement a mask mandate and the governor of this state, let's say it's Florida, should not take that authority away from our locally elected board, right? Yeah, if if they want to not accept state taxpayer dollars, they should be able free to do whatever they want. If they want to have a system that is hmm. totally locally funded, then they should be able to do what they want. But as long as there are state taxpayer dollars involved, there needs to be there needs to be some real public input in these decisions as they're put but, in place. But you see how you change your position, Senator. You see how you just changed your position on my show. You literally started from the premise of you agree with local control. It should be worked out through the local board and the parents and that local community. And then when I brought to your attention that it's actually Republicans by and large who's trying to take away local control. You change your argument and now your argument is, well, that's fine if they, if they don't wanna get state funding anymore. Come on, man, Senator. Stand on principle, That's brother. You don't have it. to agree with it. me, but stand on the principle. The principle is decent. All right, even if I disagree with it, I would be happy to know that the local community is for it. If the local community is for it, so be it. All right, but stand on that principle. Well, you know, many people in these local communities are speaking up and they're not being heard in these the decisions that, that are happening, so, which well, is ultimately why the, the real answer to the problem is not to try to impose one size fits all policies in either direction. <laughs> Wait a direction. minute, that's exactly what policy but, is, Senator. Wait no, a minute, no, hail no, to the law, Senator. Have, you it, you were a we policy expert. Choice, Come on, brother. If, if we had a system Senator. of school choice, parents could send their kids to the schools that complied with the policies that they wanted to all see. Right, their so, Senator, kids. that's a policy as well, by the way. You actually passed legislation, you have voted on laws. There is no such thing as a policy that simply works however you want it to work for every group. Literally, policy means this is the rule for everybody. There's not a dress code policy for that person and another one for this one. There's not a vaccine protocol for this student and another one for that one. The policy has to equally apply, right? Yes, okay, and right now you. we are in a system where people are kind of landlocked into these school systems, whether they agree with the policies there or not. If you yeah, free they people don't have up, to agree with. Come on, man, they don't have to agree with the dress code, but you got to respect it, or you or your student can't go there anymore. We we've never had issues with these common sense policies. All of a sudden, we have an issue with a local school board making decisions due to the public health care requirements of their authority. They have to make this decision. We get to sit back and pontificate. That's what we get to do, right? And we can Monday morning quarterback all day. But they have a responsibility for the public welfare and health of those children. And if mask decreases the spread and contraction of COVID-19, it's a good decision to make. Well, first of all, I would draw your attention to a study. I believe it was in North Carolina that that analyzed 90,000 students 
and found not a single instance of transmission from students to teachers in that in that in that study. That's so called an outlier study. 94% of all studies conducted across the planet that's peer reviewed shows that mask decrease COVID-19. Even if you're wearing a mask that's cotton, the mask that does it best is obviously the N95 mask, but all of them are effective. Senator, it's a public health issue, brother. Come on, man. You know, you know, I, I, you know, agree to disagree. I think that in a decade we will look back at these policies of force masking the way that we look back at the policies of duck and cover in the cold in the Cold War era. Does a a a, a wooden desk protect you from a nuclear explosion? It seems kind of silly to look back at it and think that it does. Do you go to a doctor? You ever went to a doctor? Absolutely, all the but time. When you go there, do they wear masks? Um, uh, sometimes. Yeah, have a good day, sir. I appreciate you, Senator, thank you. All right, take care. All right, you too.